Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio. This is the Lowe's Effect. My name is Elisa, and right now I am doing this show solo. I have no idea where Liz is, so I'm going to try to text her, but I'm hoping that everyone is having a good morning and doing well. And so now we do our little text. Liz, where are you? Oh, blog talk is not letting her in. I see. Okay. Let me see if I can call her in. Let's see. Hmm. This is going to take him up. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. And my name is Liz. Blog talk, multiple attempts. Multiple attempts. What can we do? Anyway, hi. Did you introduce yourself? Did you introduce yourself? I did. Okay, hey, my name is Liz. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, darling. Ah, Hello. I'm a little congested today. Oh. And I'm hoping I'm not, uh, I haven't, well, you know, I have spent a lot of time with Isabel, so it would be a residual. where it came from. That's it. Yeah. It's part of being a caregiver Ugh. of a young child. That's part of the gig. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, not entirely surprised. Mm. Yeah. Are you able to, do you have to take care of her today or you can just sort of... Oh no no I haven't I haven't seen her since the weekend but oh it's it hit me it hit me either yesterday or mm-hmm. the night before it's like ooh yep yep makes sense oh my god oh well oh well anyway great to be here as always and um, yeah I I don't know if it's the, the heat wave or it's the shifting it's yeah there's just this. Um, I don't want to say fatigue, but just like, oh, um, this feeling of, you know, things just don't pressure yours. Because I know you and I can tend to do that. Like, to, like you have your to-do list, and you're like, oh, and yeah. what can I, sh- what can I shift to the next day? I always do that. Like, I, I'm always looking at my schedule and, like, you know, my my the the calendar that things to the phone and the laptop and everything else. No, let's let's move this to tomorrow. Let's move this to this time. Or let's. I'm always like shifting in a very in a very uh, in a very gentle way. Um, we're so wired not to pay attention to what we need, and that it. I know I'm not a procrastinator, so to not to not um, uh, beat yourself up with that, but to find gentle ways of. Well, what can be accomplished gently and um, efficiently without um, damaging yourself or pushing yourself? And we do have to we do have to pay attention. I have a dear friend of mine who's always running, running, running. She's a performer. She's always jumping on planes. So she's doing this. She's doing that. And. Uh, we were we had some tentative plans to uh get together uh yesterday and when i checked in on her she's like i lost my voice oh i was cold uh, da, 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 da. so uh but she's someone who just keeps going 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 to the point that it's hard for her to be still and mm-hmm. i remember i used to be like that and it's not good for anybody. It's like you can't be still enough to, to be in a relationship with yourself or to be in mm. alignment with yourself. And um, my go-to now when I'm really tired is, but I know there's there's things to do, is to, one, not beat myself up, only focus on what is the most time-sensitive, find a place for the things that I'm not, that I know I'm not going to get to, so shifting the calendar, and then um, and if there are pressing things to do, for instance, I can't um, opt out of not feeding my kids. 
right? <laughs> not an option. I mean, sometimes go get pizza, mommy's tired. But, you know, how you can't do that all the time. So certain things you can't opt up, you know, or if I'm scheduled to, to check in on my elderly mother um, and maybe I don't have the energy to get on the subway in 95-degree heat and risk all the fun and games that, that that entails, you know, seeing people losing their minds. And um, just in astonishment, you know, looking around New York City, like, who are these tourists? Who are these people? What happened? Um, we're all in shock, like, okay, we're all shell-shocked. That takes, that takes energy. So for the things that need to be done, so you gently uh, rearrange the other things, knowing that they have a place. You're not going to beat yourself up. And then even if it's just 15 minutes of uh, sitting upright, on my top of my bed, um, whether with the guided meditation or not, that really helps. And just to find the gentlest of ways of accomplishing certain things. Like maybe I'm not going to put a chicken in the oven because it's 95 degrees out, but I'll get a rotisserie <laughs> chicken. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So there are ways of, uh, I don't need to do, you know, there are people that like to do things from, from scratch all the time, uh, like my friend's husband, um, Chef Ben. <laughs> Everything was from scratch, and even like uh, it just the e- even the uh, zucchini blossoms for the zucchini quiche had to be <laughs> arranged just so. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Right. So we're not doing that. Um, yeah, so it's just a matter of like not that takes energy too, you know, to 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 be on your own case, to beat yourself up, mm-hmm. you know. If the dust can stay another day, you know, whatever. So we have to just be gentle, and 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 but not beat ourselves up. So there is that fine line of, okay, um, we we do need to pay attention to certain things. So that means that you have to. Uh, pay a bill or to avoid a late fee, even though you're really tired, you're going to pay that bill. Right. You know, so it's just prioritizing. But our self-care is a priority. I mean, and, and as long as you're in alignment, so it's not avoidance. Sometimes we do like to resist and avoid things. Uh, pretend that they don't exist and then that could really, you know, bite you in the butt later. So it's a matter of just being clear about what what is going on and not seeking anyone's approval but your own. That takes a lot. So you think about the things that are energy leaks, mm. trying to be all things to all people um, or thinking that everything is, you know, your fault, uh, which is uh, exercise in futility. And ridiculous, and it's not, and you know, it is what it is, and and mired with all of that, or in, or just woven into all of that, um, I am just in chronic gratitude. It's just a way of coping and keeping very present, and knowing that things are really okay because they really couldn't be okay, you know, mm. and not to be so caught up. And it's hard, you know. Um, there's this, um, unfortunately, there there was a, a robbery that took place not too far from us. Okay, it's New York. Okay, big deal, robbery. And so the description of the person, they, they caught, I guess, a shot of the person who robbed this tourist, at 9:30 at night, so it wasn't like you know there. It wasn't like this woman was out late or whatever. Anything could happen at any time. And unfortunately, this man's body type, his just his frame, his height and his frame, is very similar to my 16-year-old son. Ah. And unfortunately, because uh, people who aren't uh, black. Uh, sometimes just can't really see that they don't all look alike. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
yes, this guy's face is different, his skin tone's a little different, his hair is different. It doesn't matter. And I had to tell my, and it broke my heart, and I had to tell him in a very normal kind of conversational way, because he was heading out. Unfortunately, he was heading out to spend time with his dad, so I know that he was going to be, you know, safe and whatever. Um, And I said, I just want to let you know, you look nothing like this guy, but unfortunately, you have a similar body frame and height. And those two very basic details are enough for some idiot to think that you might be that person. Mm. And I'm seeing all these posts, like I'm on a local, um, regional, like neighborhood type of app. So there's screenshots of, you know, be careful of this man, be careful of this. So, and and I get it. It's important, you know, that this person, you know, committed a, a, a crime, a serious crime. This woman had to be hospitalized, uh, unfortunately. Um, did I want to have that conversation with my son? No. Did I have the energy to have that conversation with him? No. I was exhausted. Did I have it anyway? Yeah. Mm. Right? So what are you going to do? Just uh, what you know, what we signed up as, as for as parents, or making choices that we made to 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 uh, navigate life a certain way. Uh, we can't control what we look like. Um, it's just ridiculous. It's yeah, it's sad and ridiculous, but mm. you know, and. Um, and you know, God bless him. He takes it in stride because he knows his whole life. He knows what time it is. You know. And I get it. Yeah. But those, yeah, but those things are very draining. You know, just living life is draining sometimes, and right. we have to honor that. You know, you know, and there could be such moments of joy and happiness. And and those are the ones that that I'll make the effort for. Those are the ones that I'll embrace, obviously, because they're precious, precious and sacred. And um, yeah, so instead of beating ourselves up for, you know, the small things or coulda, woulda, shoulda, it's like do what you can, but find the energy for the joy, and always be grateful. And if you're really tired. And you you have stuff to do. A nap is very tempting. It's hard for me to nap when I know I have stuff going on and I'm more high energy than low energy, even though I can be tired. Um, it's really helpful just to close my eyes for 15 minutes uh, with a timer, and uh, either with music, not music, meditation, not meditation, but sitting with my spine straight on my on top of my bed propped up with pillows, um, it does help as a little reset. Um, and I feel less fragmented than trying to take a nap That when I know that I have stuff I have to do. And mm-hmm. just, yeah, and just modify the stuff you have to do. You know, if uh, you don't can't do four loads of water, then do, do two loads. Or I did laundry yesterday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do it today. I'm gonna do it today. Yeah, yeah. And also, I'm doing it in a in a, in a New York City apartment. I don't have time for no gang fight, you know, with somebody <laughs> monopolizing the dryer. So I, I yeah, I, I do it in a very like one one big one big machine, one big dryer, and that's it. And I'm in and I'm out. And the, these other oh, I have seen ridiculous arguments. Um, yeah. I yeah I just can't I no no I rotate my wardrobe I launder what I what I need to launder I launder my kids stuff which is always mountainous and that's all I can handle and then and then and then I take the clothes out of the dryer go up to my apartment dump everything on the bed watch some mindless TV and I fold away and I take my time and if it takes however long it takes it takes and that's that. So, yeah, that's it. What else can we do? 
and um, oh, I mean, I don't know. Life is just so damn. Sa- it's just so sacred to me lately. It's just I don't know. I get emotional about it. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. So much just gets so dismissed and thrown away or disregarded. I don't know. Anyway, on that bright note. <laughs> mm. uh, well, I'm. Um, yesterday was definitely a stay-home day, so I slept in, which was great. Nice. I stayed home. I took stuff out of boxes that I've needed to just just to shift some things. Yeah. We, you know, we're not we're not quite we're not done moving in, and my brother's not done moving out, so right. we're having to negotiate you know different spaces to kind of stock up our stuff to get ready to place things where we can place them. Right. So, you know, Anna's going to be picking up more stuff this weekend in Alabama. Mhm. Uh, I'll be working this weekend. I've got a, a tour, and then I've, I'm. It, it's in a. It's a pickup, just way outside of where we normally go, but it's in the in the mountains. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick them up. I'm going to do the tour. I'm going to drop them back off, and I'll go north to just across the border to North Carolina to visit some friends that moved up there within the last year and see them. Nice. So that'll be nice, and then I'll. I'll head on back on Sunday. So, um, you know, uh, in the meantime, I'm like, oh, I do need to do like 10 loads of laundry. And I did get, like I had a session with Donna, my acupuncturist and reunion Mm -hmm. healing specialist. Oh, I love her. And so we've been, you know, we've been working on a lot of different things. And, um, you know, my, my hands have flared up again. Um, wow. This time on the on the inside of the hands, you know, so on, on mm. the palms versus the outside, mm. and and so she's you know she's doing her thing, she's working on some things, and and uh, she said you know part of this is because of the move, you know, you yeah. feel you know feeling like you know you feel a little guilty for leaving, but you know, um, you mean your aunt? No, me. So this is about me. Yeah, leaving my aunt, yeah. That's what I'm saying, um, you leaving your aunt, right. Yes, and so, you know, and I, I haven't, you know, had moved a lot of my, oh, I've moved, like, most of my stuff out, but there's a part of me, because I feel that she's she's afraid of being alone. Um, yeah. And I know she hadn't been sleeping well. Aww. So, you know, I, I, left, I left some of my, um, most of my, my little, talismans and things like that that I would normally bring with me. Um, well, I have a lot of crystals that are still left there. I had I had different little figurines and statues and, um, you know, some of my clothes are still, I had a lot of stuff still there. And so uh-huh. Donna's like, yeah, you need to go ahead and, you know, you need to have all your energy, mm. you know, in, in one place. And while that's sweet, right. you know, it's... Right. You still so I I did get most of that. There's still I still have like I I don't have a place to put anything here yet. Right. You know? like, right. Right. So, right. So uh, but I got I got all my all my clothes out. Um, and now there's just like little things in my room that I can get. And I can get that at any time. But I think it was a you know it's still emotional. There's still a lot of energy around it. Sure. Um, but I did get to spend some good time with her this week, the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, I put some things in motion to, uh, you know, to talk with someone who can probably help us or help them with looking for a new home. This is uh, my, I guess, a cousin-in-law who's <laughs> uh-huh. a real estate agent. So we're we're trying to, you know, try to put some things in motion, but I, I can't, like you said, like picking and choosing where your energy is going to go. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather take it easy over here, and right. sort through my things because I have plenty of things to sort through. Little things I've just thrown in little tote boxes. I'm like, okay, let's what's in here? Right, <laughs> what is, right, right. What is this? So I've I've just been doing whatever I can, and and yesterday I had like I had the house to myself for half the day, um, and I had to I had to run some errands and um, 
so it was good. Uh, you know, I mean, it's not like, oh, I had a big party, but it was just, you know, I just, I, I did some work in the living room. I kind of spread out all my different things and was able to look through it and watch some TV at the same time. Nice. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a relaxing day. And at one point, like, Anna came home and I didn't even realize it, it was raining. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's raining. Didn't even know. Didn't even know. Right. Love so, it. So, uh, yeah, and, yeah, she was actually unlocked the, the downstairs because it was uh, she doesn't have a key to the downstairs. Like we we were gonna change that out, but I'm the only one that that has a key anyway. I was the only one home. She's like, "Could you unlock the downstairs because it's raining really hard?" I'm like, oh, did not realize it was even bad weather. Like they said, it just started raining. Like, oh, okay, okay. So anyway, uh, easy, oh, easy day, right? But what I was going to say in regards to your aunt, um, and this is a, something that I had uh, drawn the conclusion with uh, my mom, just know at this stage, a little goes a long way. Yeah. Okay? So what, to sustain them. So it really is about quality, not quantity. So the fact that you spent some quality time with your aunt the last time you were there, that 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 sustains her for more than for longer than you think, and it does make yeah. an impact, right? Yeah. So I don't want you to feel. Um, any sort of guilt or remorse um, that she'll she's adapting she she's happy for you um, but as long as she feels that there's a connection mm-hmm. even even if you're not able to go over there, but even if it's just a phone call to just check in on her, mm-hmm. it will help. It will it will um it will help both of you. Oh yeah. Will, yeah, yeah, yeah. But In a fact, little her, uh, her phone wasn't working, like it was just going oh, directly really? to voicemail. Oh well it was because she doesn't have voicemail, so it would just it wouldn't take it was, any time. Yeah, my mom too, it's like so what's the point? But yeah. So I I went over at some point, I had, I had other, her cousins were texting me, like, have you heard from her? I said, talked to her yesterday, called her yesterday on the phone. Right. So apparently her um, her credit card on file had expired. Oh. They and yes. so there were these notices that were coming in, in, in the mail with her bill saying, hey, your, your credit or debit card has, has you know, is, is due to expire. So just call us and update us with the expiration date. So when when I asked her, I said, well, what's your last bill? Give me that. And it was in there. I'm like, this is from April. So I have a feeling. (laughs) Oh, and so when we figured it out, it was, you know, it was, it was on Sunday. I was on the 4th of July and uh, the offices were closed. So you couldn't call. And uh, so I said, okay, well, come back tomorrow and we'll call, you know, we'll, we'll call them and get everything squared away. So what we did was we, we did that, and then I ended up putting it on her checking account. So I said, so you don't have to worry. Yeah, you, you, go. To, you know, You don't have to worry about updating credit cards yep. or anything like that. And then we went out to eat. See, that's wonderful. They're, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, so. it does. It does. It does sustain them. It really, it really does. You know, when I uh, check in on my mom... It's um, a really good quality-filled hour. I don't need to be there longer than an hour, mm-hmm. you know, and it sustains her, you know, and I alternate with my my sister, so she's so she's good. And then my other two siblings that don't live in New York, you know, call her. And just even getting the phone call, but it, it really, it really can sustain them to know that there is connection. Mm-hmm. And connection knows no bounds. You don't have to physically be with the person to be uh, connected. There are people who are in relationships and they've never met in person. 
right? Yeah. I mean, that's extreme and crazy, but but very, very, very real. How about all these prison romances? <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, this is one show. I think that's coming back. Um, it is. It's not even a guilty pleasure. It's a pleasure, and I'm not guilty. <laughs> um, it's a reality. It's a reality show. It just makes me feel so much better about my life. And it's called Life After Lockup. And I'm just like, oh my god, I'm so glad I'm not that any of these people. Where the desire to maintain the addiction to the fantasy where it's like you're addicted to the drug called love or the mm. illusion of love right so it's so you so you will never be satisfied and uh the illusion will always be the fantasy will always get shattered and the relationship usually is at its best cuz i follow like these different couples and i just my mouth is on the floor like oh my god <laughs> Why are they even together? And what do they see in each other? And this is such a mess. And oh my God! And I can't stop watching. And I can't. And I'm like, I feel so much better about my life. Oh my God! I'm so together. Look at me. I'm amazing. Okay. So um, the relationships are at their best when it's about the fantasy, basically before the person who's incarcerated gets out. While they're no. in jail. It's the most amazing because it's all fantasy, and it's and it's almost like they're doing that those drugs together those those drugs of of a fantasy of making plans. The person who's outside has no worry about the person who's on the inside because they know where they are at all times, right? Mm. So, <laughs> right, and then once they get out. The relationship always, like, you have, like, that high, 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 high. You know, they're waiting outside the the, the gates, the fence of the jail. The person comes out with their sack of think, belongings, belongings. Fantasy, 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 fantasy. And then, like, three days later, <laughs> you said, <laughs> you promised. And then and then the shit show unravels from there. <laughs> and half of the time they end up back in jail. Oh, wow. Or, yeah, or they start to cheat, or they start to use drugs again, or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, my God. It was at its best when they weren't together, and it was, it was the fantasy. It was the illusion. So I marvel. I really marvel at that. Yeah. All this <laughs> expectation. And then, of course, those expectations aren't met. It's going to be perfect. No such thing. He's my Prince Charming. Uh, he was, like, you know, arrested for armed, ro- armed robbery, but okay. Maybe he'll rob another bank to get your castle that you're, you know, redecorating in your mind. I don't know. Yeah. So... It's uh, it's really interesting about what sustains you and what and what doesn't, and it's surprising what sustains other people. Um, That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I kind of feel like with your aunt, like yes, of course you feel that how you feel, but you're doing all the right things, and you will continue to. And it's a transition phase because I her living situation will be changing gradually, but it will. Mm-hmm. With the with the other relatives or what have you, and you and Anna and the, there's so many there's so many of you guys, so many Bangalins out there, <laughs> that there is this core this core infrastructure of support and unconditional love, and she has unconditional love, and that's a, maybe that's a piece that that to, to that you need to be reminded of, Elisa, is that she it's not one sided. You know, it's not just your love and your devotion and your obligation to her or no. your feeling obligated. She right. loves you unconditionally. And maybe you yes. forget that. Yeah, and that's that's the thing to and as she's getting older, um she's 
she can be sustained with, with, with a lot less. It doesn't mean that there's certain needs that, that need to be taken care of, you know, if she's on certain medications or this, that, or the other. But it's just a matter of, it's kind of like what I do with my mom. It's just, you know, in, in, making it work within your schedule, you know, dropping in, even if it's brief, if she needs that. And that will sustain her because she knows she's not alone. Right. You know, and there's so many people, unfortunately, so many people that are alone. And I think the fact that, you know, my mother knows that she isn't. She has myself. She has my sister. My two other siblings that, that will check in on the phone. It's sustaining her. And, you know, and I thought about it yesterday. Um, at this stage of, the, of life where I am, um, I don't consider myself... Uh, I mean, people could say, well, you know, you're seeing somebody, you have a boyfriend. I'm like, okay, you can call it boyfriend. I don't call it boyfriend. I, I'm in, I call it a connectionship, you know, with a special special someone, whatever. I'm weird. But, at this, but I, the reason why I don't label, and it doesn't mean that I want a boyfriend, whatever. This is, this is, I'm sustained, right? It's about sustained. I'm, I'm good. Like, I don't need to be running these streets looking for things I don't want. Like, I'm good. Um. But what's really lovely and really evolved is I know where I need to be. I know where my energies need to be. And I need to um, really be the majority of the time anchored in my household, right? Especially, Mm -hmm. you know, being the parent of of a teenager who's at risk, unfortunately, because of what he looks like, which is really messed up, but he's at risk. And I have his older brother who's amazing, but, um, again, that that needs to be fed and and, uh, needs to be in a clean home and and a peaceful home. And uh, just all of us, we need to feel that we're in a fun, peaceful, well-maintained as best as I can. I don't beat myself up about that, but as well-maintained as I can manage. Um, it's hard, um, you know, because they're slobs. <laughs> but it's hard to, you know, keep it. Keep it. Like they are. They're guys. Whatever. It's not to generalize, but you know, they're that kind of guy. Guys. So I know my energies need to be focused then, and I'm so happy that like, so, so often, I would say five, six days of the week, um, there's a knock on my door. And one of them wants to, you know, share share their day with me, or ask my advice about something, or they need something. So if mm-hmm. I'm running around trying to be with my boyfriend, <laughs> right? Then I'm neglecting my household. I'm neglecting my kids. And I and what's great because it, I label it a connectionship deliberately because there is such a connection um, that has spanned. All over 40 years, which is insane, um, that connection has, has reignited itself, that I'm happy if we're just communicating by text and we get together mm-hmm. every once in a while. That sustains me. I'm happy to know that someone who doesn't need anything from me or is demanding or expecting anything from me, but just kind of enjoying me for who I am and who we are together, when, or just in connection, you know, virtual or or in person. That that's that's a joyous bright spot, but it doesn't mean that it has to take that form where we go back to how the show started where energy needs to be expended. And, mm-hmm. you know, he has things going on too, which I really, really like. I like being involved with somebody that has as much going on as I do. I like that very much. So no one is checking up on each other. We'll check in, but we don't check up. You know, you're going to jump in a plane and do whatever, have a great trip um mm-hmm. Text me a picture. I'm so happy for you. That's evolved and that's amazing. But and when I made and I realized that, 
like he sent me a, ve- a very sweet text yesterday. That it it, it was it, it filled my heart. It moved me, and it didn't and it didn't expend any energy. It, but it sustained me. Oh, that's great. And I didn't have to you know, move mountains. You know, any time that I'm gone for a significant amount of time, whether it's a block of hours or an overnight, which is which is rare, um, or it have would have to be a very special circumstance or occasion. I, ha- I there's a there's a lot that has to happen on this end. You know, I have to make sure that uh, that the kids are good, that there's food, that there's this, that, and the other, that I'm together. You know, because mm. I, I got to keep myself together. I'm like a vintage car now. You know, it's like okay, what needs to be <laughs> okay? Right, she's a vintage car. She looks good, but yeah, underneath the hood, let's let's see what's going on. <laughs> right. So there's 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 maintenance. You know, and sometimes it's like. Uh, yeah, and I could see uh, how healthy long-distance relationships can work, even though this isn't a long-distance relationship, but I'm kind of treating it like it like it is. And there's freedom with that. And I think that's also another key word, too, Elisa. It's like, where do all parties feel the most free, mm. yet connected? You know, so you probably in addition to, you know, sorting through those feelings of, you know, maybe feeling uh, a little guilty, um, it's also uh, you're looking at freedom or experiencing freedom in a completely different way. And how many years altogether were you were you living at your aunt? It's a while. So, like five and a half. Uh-huh. Yeah. So five and a half years ago, you you were in the house that you just moved back into. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it feels like a and lot remember, longer. <laughs> yeah, it feels longer. And also to remember how that energy has really shifted where it wasn't a, a sense of freedom five and a half years ago. True. It was a feeling, there was a lot of resentment there was a lot of uh there was a huge lack of communication uh there was misplaced anger i think you're I'm, and i'm saying that your brother had misplaced he should he took out in my opinion and you're my girl so i'm going to stick up for you in my, <laughs> in my in my opinion i felt like you were a safe target to project a lot of frustration that your brother was going through which was not fair to you that's just my observation, my opinion. But so much got healed. He was just in a lot of pain. Not that it, it excuses it. But you both healed and grow, and grow, and then he got married, and now the baby, and the new house, and la, 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 la. And look at how everything evolved, right? So yeah. it will evolve with you and your aunt. It, no, not it will. It is evolving. But, yeah, I just want you to know that she sustained with uh, a lot less than you think. As long as she feels that connection mm-hmm. and she and she feels that she's not alone and she doesn't feel alone, but she's adjusting too. Right. You know, because I'm sure there was some sort of routine that she had, more so than you, you know, but there was some, some sort of routine that made sense to her that she's shifting. And listen, she's had she's 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 lived a long life. She's overcome a lot of adversity. She's okay. She's been through way worse. I always tell myself, girl, you've been through way worse than that. This is nothing. You're, you're, it's fine. It's totally fine. You know. Right, so like you know, the guy you see, you're seeing, you know, canceled on you because he's sick. All right, so there's a twinge of disappointment, and like on to the next. You're fine. Hmm. Just as a hypothetical example, you've been through so much worse. Or, you, you know, like one of my kids is, you know, irritated with like, look, they're irritated, but they're safe, they're healthy, they're alive. Okay, let them be irritated. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. So it's all about right that that that. 
eagle's eye perspective, that overview, like it's okay. And moment to moment, I basically am now living hour to hour. That's all I can handle. <laughs> Like, okay, from 8.30, 9.30, I'm doing the show. We'll see what happens after that. <laughs> and I'll look at my calendar and I'll just see, like, what could be moved around, what can I do. And the key word is, whatever it is, take my time. That's it. Take my time. And uh, it's been like, the the weather has been so oppressively hot in New York or we've had, like, massive thunderstorms after the oppressive heat. Either way, it's just been very extreme. And it does affect you. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, 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 that, and that's okay. And then, you know, when you do go out and about, because I don't really let that stop me. Uh, but, you know, I, I make sure, like, I have a visor. I carry water with me. I walk in the shade. I walk slow. Um, uh, it's it's always for a very specific reason. It's not like taking a stroll in 95 degree weather and 100 percent humidity. No, but but if I have to go someplace, I'll I'll take a slow walk to that place because I'd rather do that than jump on the subway. Thank um, you. Right in this heat because I take the subway all the time when I have to go see my mom. So um, when when that when I'm off, when my sister is covering for me, or we give my mom, my mom's doing so well that my sister and I sandwich a day that she's just on her own, and then my sister just calls her to check up on her, and that's been a great relief for me and my sister, because then we have breathing room. So now I don't feel like I feel like I'm there, I'm there consistently, but I'm not there like all the time. There was a time I was there seven days a week, and it was just for months, and it was too much. So yeah. it's shifting. Because she's 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 well, considering everything that that you know where she is, her age, her heart condition, everything. She's well. She's not sick. She's well. And now I now I just feel like she's entered her really cute stage. Like I just think she's so cute now. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you're so, like she didn't want to go to the doctor. I'm like, okay, let me call. Let me reschedule. This is the second time you've done that. You're lucky. You're cute. I'm going to get some takeout. We're going to eat lunch. And you're lucky you're cute because you don't deserve this, but you're lucky you're cute. You know? And I pinch her on the cheek. I'm like, you're so cute. And she just laughs. But that she's entering her, like, little old lady. She's so cute. Like, I just look at her like she's so damn cute. Like, she could do whatever she wants. Aww. She's so Yeah, she's just so sweet and so cute. And better that than bitter, angry, you know, she's just in a very sweet, cute space, and I hope she's like that for the rest of her life. It's just ador- It's just endearing mm-hmm. and adorable. But, you know, again, an hour at a time. That's manageable. I think we get, we get overwhelmed, and, that, and I used to do that. I used to think about that it was like this rabbit hole, just overwhelmed with the rest of my life. I can't do that. Yeah. It's, it's, cause it makes me anxious. Yeah, but we can we can do an hour at a time. That's good, but otherwise it's just <sighs> I have no yeah I have no room for more anxiety than there is, and and it's just weird too. It's almost like is there is there this expectation that okay we're getting uh, we're getting control of COVID allegedly allegedly um, that we're all back. And apparently, yeah. I would say, like, by Labor Day, that's when, uh, that's allegedly when people are expected to go back into the office buildings here. Oh, wow. A lot of people. But what's so great is that uh, changes will be implemented. I'm hearing this from a lot of people that I know that um, have their jobs at offices and they've been working at home where um, it might be two days home, three days at the office. So I think that's beautiful because that would have never happened if we didn't have COVID. Mm. Sort of this reimagining of what work is going to to look like. I don't know. But, yeah, it's daunting. And I think, like, September is going to be here in, like, three minutes. Like, the fact that we're already, like, heading toward mid-July. Like, I'm already Crazy. thinking about, like, how how 
how is Jeremiah, my younger son, going to get into the mindset that he's going to have to, like, get on a subway and go to school every day? Oh, yeah. But I could barely get him to, like, you know, log on. <laughs> I'm praying oh. for some. For the, I'm praying for the maturity, gods. <sighs> so do the right thing, gods. To, you know, yeah, this is just year, the whole schooling thing. It's just years. I got two more. So, yeah, I can't be running around. Yeah, so that's the other thing, too. Like, I can't be running around. Like, I have a high schooler. Like, I can't really get too far, Mm. you know? And I'm glad that I'm that kind of parent, you know, because there's plenty of parents that they're more involved with their sex life than, (laughs) you know, than than making sure the kids are good. I'm quite the opposite. So, yeah, I, so those things, those are seeds of anxiety, and no, so an hour at a time, that's it. So I just don't want you to to, to overburden your nervous system right? because you are thriving, okay? This move is part of you, you, you thriving. Um, it's a new chapter in your life. And it's about freedom. And there obviously must have been some past life situation where you must have been in the feudal system or something. <laughs> I always get this medieval thing with you. Um, I really do. I always have. Yeah. And that freedom isn't selfish. And pure freedom wouldn't uh, have a negative impact. Now, of course, there's a law of free will, so people, you know, may have a challenge adjusting to your freedom, right? Mm. Yeah. You know, like when I got divorced, I know there was somebody that was not happy about that, you know, my (laughs) ex-husband. That was my quest for freedom, but he's more than okay with it now, I'm sure. And for his growth. Um, right. Right. You know? Right. So, yeah, and and the degree of the resistance, I have no control over that. That's their free will. That's their choice. Um, and I paid a very high price for that freedom, but that freedom is priceless to me. Are you hearing static? No. Okay, good. Uh, and it went away. But anyway, so so that price, so that price, my freedom is priceless. So I paid that price, and it nearly killed me. But I, it was worth it because mm-hmm. I've, I can honestly say, I've never been more content in my life than I am now. As as delicate as it is and we don't know moment to moment and potentially terrifying that it could be. But in this moment, I've never been more content in my life. And it has nothing to do with externals. It has nothing to do with uh, accomplishments. It has nothing to do with anything but just in, it's just pure beingness. And I have never allowed that. So maybe like with you, it's like you're you're approaching that state of that is just unconditional beingness. It's just pure beingness. It's like when you look at your niece who's a baby. It's unconditional. Right. You know? So for us to allow ourselves to get to that grace of just pure unconditional beingness that it's not predicated upon... Uh, anything external. Yeah, and that you can be so content, you know, in your solitude, which I love, which is, you know, mm. difficult in a household where you're constantly being interrupted, but, 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 but in the pockets of solitude that I... So I don't need to be chasing after the externals. I don't need to... Uh, feel that I, I, I can't be alone. I love being alone. 
um, I love sleeping alone. So that that really clued, that really clued me in. And did I say this on the last show about about sleeping alone? Yeah. About yeah. About <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, that that right. That I, I could probably sleep with you. I know I could sleep with Anna because I slept with her. I mean, not like that, but you know. And <laughs> and yeah, because of everything that happens energetically, and and that yeah, of course I can't sleep because I'm shutting down those parts of myself. If there's a civilian in the bed with me. <laughs> Right, and most of the people they're going to be. What am I, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? You know, I mean, for lack of a better word, to my boyfriend, because I don't know. I, what am I going to say? Call him to whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm getting downloads now. So could you? Uh, I'm just. Could you just go to the like? What am I going to? No. Right, right, right. And every and every night there's da- downloads galore. Mm. Right. So much. Of course, I need to, I need to be in the bed alone. Of course. So, there you go. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. Yeah, and and I think with the you know the hour to hour, the rampage of gratitude, the contentment that's unconditional. It's just about by uh, just allowing yourself on a cellular level to feel like I'm okay and I have nothing to prove to anyone I don't have anything to prove to myself anymore that's nice. freedom that's freedom and then you see like the out the out picturing of that you know like the fact like the, the gays kidnapped me last week and um <laughs> And I had a wonderful visit with my with uh, my girlfriend is 93 years old. I posted on Instagram. I saw that. I saw that. She's 93. That bitch looks like she's 70. She's 93, (laughs) and she is the real deal of like that New York City Soho loft artist. She's amazing. She lives between Sarasota and New York, and she needs. She had a stroke, but she's doing amazing, and I adore her. We've been friends for over 20 years. And what's so crazy, no, nobody knows this, but I posted this, is that her lover for many years, the love of her life, was a screenwriter named Norman Wexler. Norman Wexler wrote the screenplay for Saturday Night Fever. But it was my girlfriend's idea, and she co-wrote the script, and she never got credit. And I saw a copy of the contract with her name on it and everything. So I oh. know that this, is, that this is so true. So it's, like, so iconic. And I'm in her. Her space is so magical. I have just just so many great memories of spending time in this beautiful artist loft. That's ma- it's like what you see in the movies. Her paintings are everywhere. Her her scripts of play. I've directed some of her plays years ago, and she's just amazing. And a bunch of us just got together and gathered, and it was worth the walk. I took my time walking from my place to her place and back in the sweltering heat. But I just felt like. So 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 grateful to 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 have that exposure and and that connection with something that's tied to so, something to so iconic to not even American pop culture but to universal pop culture. And she had read an article in the New Yorker about the whole disco thing, and she said to Norman, "Let's let's 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 go out dancing." I think they went to Studio Fifty Four. And she saw a guy with a white suit and a black shirt. And she's overhearing conversation, and that's where the idea came. Oh, wow. And she's right, which is so amazing. And uh, it's just such this magical, this magical story that no one knows. And it, it's just such this gem of, of uh, insight and how... We just don't know where things come from, and so fast. And I just felt like, oh my God, that was so. And I never know. The thing is, she's going back. She's going back to Sarasota. And every time I see her, when I can see her, I hold her like it's. I'm gonna cry. I hold her like it's the last time I'm gonna see her. But she looked so beautiful and so amazing. And I'm like, I can't believe she's 92. She runs circles around my 86 year old mother. <laughs> and I think it's because she's been an artist her whole life, so she still thinks like that. Like her mind is going a little bit, but not really, just a little bit. It's to be expected. She's ninety three, 
And she's like, I used to have so much energy. And, I, and there's so much I want to create and there's so much I want to do because she wow. has the mind of an artist. And it's so aspirational. So she gets frustrated. You know, she has a hard time walking. She needs a walker. But she is fierce. She had her lipstick on. She had her cute little outfit on. She's she's drinking whiskey. I'm drinking wine. She's like, I like the good size. You drink. She's drinking whiskey like a boss. <laughs> She's such a badass. So inspiring. So huh. inspiring. And then I was asked by another girlfriend who has this magical, another magical space. She has three levels across the streets of the Museum of Natural History. What? And the top level is a, a private roof terrace that spans the length of the apartment. Okay? Nice. And she has a cat. I don't know what, what 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 rich people do because these are like these are like my rich friends. She has a cat. They paid three thousand dollars for this fucking cat, and this cat looks. This cat really is. It's like a little magical cat. This cat looks like it's a gray tiger. I cannot or a gray leopard. Ooh. It is so exotic and so cute and so intelligent. So. She said, I have a big favor to ask you. She sends me a text. And I don't think it's a favor. I think, I, I think it's so cool. So the cat's name is Lulu. And I guess <laughs> the cat is used to her and her boyfriend and her daughter. You know, to, is, is a very social cat. And I've seen this cat. This cat is, is magic. This cat seems like a, a robot. This cat does not seem real. Because it's like this miniature jungle cat that's very tame, like a domestic cat. Like, I don't even know who made this freaking cat. But they paid $3,000 for this freaking cat. Magical. She's like, okay, no one's going to be at home. Everybody's away. We're going away. Is it possible for you to stay here to keep her company because she's very social and you can have the run of the apartment? Your boyfriend could come over. He's not coming over. Um, uh, no, he's not coming over. Um, uh, that would be amazing. I'm like, yeah, because I love oh my her God. place. I love her place. So I asked my girlfriend, the same girlfriend who spent my birthday with me, because she has a very challenging, very challenging life, and and we love each other. So it be it would be great. So she can come and go. We could do whatever. So I invited her to come whenever she can, and the rest of the time I'll be there on my own. And um, I'm like, yeah, and I'm thinking, wow, this is manifestation. This is joy. This is freedom. This is magic. This is worth putting the energy in, right? So instead of mm. toiling like, oh, I didn't organize this closet, or or my kid's room is going to be condemned by the health department, or <laughs> this needs to have, or I'm worried about this, or I'm worried about that. No. No. Source showing me that right now, right here, life is life can be incredibly beautiful. So, and the freedom that goes with that. So I say all that to you because freedom is amazing. So you guys have a dog? Anna is, um, she is watching her dad's dog while he and his wife are in Hawaii. Oh, nice. um, Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Daisy is hanging out here until... So, so Daisy wants to close out the show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Daisy was signing off. Yeah. I'm not... The, right. She's not the only... You're not the... Yeah. Yeah. You're not the only two bitches on this show. Uh, all right, girl. We got Girl, we got you. Yeah. So it's all about... It's all about freedom and all really in this breath, in this in this moment, all is well. Yeah. And I'll take it. Right? So, on that note, if you guys need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to loablend at gmail.com. And we're scheduled to be back on the air this coming Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Stay safe. Take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, let the light do the work and two brighter days ahead. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye.